Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to the NS9 postgame show, part of Pittsburgh Baseball Now. I'm your host, Anthony DiNardo. With me, we got Tyler. And Tyler, we have another Pirates win. You know, when we started this show on Pittsburgh Baseball Now, we went over, what was it? I can't remember, but like the Pirates just refused to win games. Yeah, it was probably over seven, somewhere around that ballpark. I mean, it was definitely a week. So seven's an easy number, if not more. But today, on July 12th, the Pirates have won nine of the last 14 games, Ty Ty. And I believe this is, uh, is this four in a row? Do you know what's fun to me? This is four in a row. Yeah, screw that. Watching our viewers go from like eight to four as soon as they see my face. <laughs> They Sorry, just guys, come on, on to listen to the intro. That's all. Yeah. They That's got a true. nice 30. A they intro. got some nice tunes for 30 seconds. The music's over. A good intro. <laughs> Time to hit next on that playlist. <laughs> oh, boy. He's on again. Okay, skip. Right. Skip, 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 skip. <laughs> oh, man. We need to get them drops back. <laughs> oh, Lord. Parts one. But parts one. And like it's 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 been pleasant. It's been fun to watch. Chris Stratton bullpen and Jake Marisnik. Like, come on, Jake Marisnik. Like you talking about yesterday, the undesirables, you know, not to put Jake Marisnik in the same category as some of these other players, but what was it? Five put outs in a row, MLB record. I'll, I'll tell you what, you would think that people are begging on trash cans the way he's hitting the baseball <laughs> right now. Uh, yeah, and I was just talking about defensively. But right, then he hits another home run. He comes back, and he's two home runs in two games. Jake Marisnik, fellas. Yeah, I mean, that's immediately what came to my mind. I was thinking about who's got the grandpa hat. What happened? What? Oh, got <laughs> No, Andy says, Grandpa Simpson's hat rack meme. Yeah, the, the yep. viewers, they come in, okay. and then they go out. Yeah, I get it. You see me. Makes sense. Yeah, Jake Marisnik, he plays a great field. A couple really good games of quality of bats. Yeah, very much so. Didn't hate this signing to begin with. Um, and, I mean, he's... I, did. I didn't hate it because he's a, he's a quality fella. Again, that's why I'm saying it's a good trade yeah. chip at the deadline. He's a good fourth outfielder. Playoff teams need that type of a player. This is why the Pirates don't need that type of a player, and I didn't mind the signing because he's uh, he's good defensively, you know. And 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 think about where the season started. We didn't expect Jack Swinsky to be on the team, let alone quality player. Yeah. Like they needed outfielders. We weren't sure what was gonna, you know, come as far as depth in the outfield. So I didn't mind the signing. I know he got injured, but he showed before the injury how great he was defensively. 
Now he's coming back. Still has good defense. The, the, the bats, again, two games, but the bats been here. Um, so, yeah, good on Jake Marisnik. Big game. So, one for three with uh, a home run, as mentioned, and an MLB record now, apparently, for center fielders and five straight putouts. I don't know if that means, but okay. Like, fine. <laughs> fine. Fine. Let's get to the pitching side, though, as Dave White says. So, better pitching than I expected tonight with the bullpen. Yeah. So, it, it does. It seems like that happens to occur whenever you have those bullpen days. Guys just exceed expectations. Guys that really stink end up having good outings. And I think we've seen it plenty of times before where we've had these bullpen days that end up coming together as a good outing. And I do think a lot of it might at this point have to do with the Marlins kind of stink right now. Their lineup is bad. Yeah, and going back to another comment by Dave, I mean, it doesn't help that Jazz is on the IL right now. Like we mentioned yesterday, it's not as if this, it's not like the Marlins offense is terrible, but not having Jazz certainly helps the Pirates on that end. But um, Pirates but, don't mean, have Brian, Brian Anderson's. Reynolds. Well, the Pirates don't have Brian Reynolds. They also don't have much else outside of Brian Reynolds. Yeah. And for a while, they had Brian Reynolds, and that wasn't good either. So, yeah. But, yeah. What the Marlins have put out there has been not good. It hasn't, but but again, like I want to go, like I mean, Birdie, Cooper, Aguilar. I mean, he's just Aguilar. Just what this go to all the time. How you could just find cheap first yeah. baseman. I mean, he's just like the epitome of that. So like, it's not terrible in that end. Brian Anderson's back from injury, and he's a good hitter too. But yes, like Jazz makes a huge difference in that lineup, and he's not there. But like, let's start with Stratton. You know, you and I saw it all live on this show last night that he was starting. What's going on? What does that mean? Um, and it's funny how you and I were thinking like, and I'll out us. So Anthony, we saw your message last night. Whose turn was it in the rotation? And Tyler and I both said like, we saw that, but as we're still trying to talk, we're thinking in our heads and we couldn't figure it out. And freaking Rowanzy, like <laughs> this would have been his turn, but he's not in the, you know, he's not in Pittsburgh anymore. He's not with the club. So clearly it was a bullpen day. Yeah. And it was one of those days that the, the bullpen just kind of came together. Like Stratton threw probably as well as he has in a long time. Um, I mean, he's a former starting pitcher. He he threw fine. Uh, Dylan Peters came in. He threw, threw fine. I'll definitely say not as well as he has in a while. I mean, he was getting hit hard. He got actually kind of lucky, though. He too. has not thrown fine in a long time. <laughs> <laughs> like, I get your point, but... I'll say he he escaped today. He went 2.1, one earned run. Thank God. That's you know where I'll give credit today. I, I definitely will give credit to Shelton today, going pulling the hook there early on him because it's a bullpen day. He might, in some instances, try to get that extra and get to the third. Then go Peters. He did pull him a little, uh, maybe a hair early than what was originally planned. Or maybe late, who knows? Maybe they planned on two innings, but he had a yeah, good. I'll say, like to his credit, he was he was very efficient. I mean, he was getting hits. Yeah, they were turning the outs, which led to his efficient outing per se in the two point one. So, like you're right, I don't know what the plan was. Was it just one inning? Was it two? But the way he was pitching, he could have gone more than two, as he did. Then, of course, you know, didn't look too well in the uh, third. So we got pulled out. You mentioned they go to Dylan Peters. 
Dylan Peters comes back, and it's just like he kind of just picks up where he left off, especially this role. Yeah, he looked really good. Right. No complaints there. Just uh, really, he gave up, what, one run, and then the run that was inherited by Strat. Mm-hmm. Yep, 2.2 from him, two hits, three strikeouts. I mean, he looked good. And what we talk about with this bullpen, especially because of Bednar, right? Like, you got to save Bednar. We see he got injured. I don't know if that had much to do with as his usage, per se. But, you know, to have Crow, yes, Stratton, to get Dylan Peters back, I think it's, it's huge for this. And, of course, now, not that he pitched tonight, but we're talking with De Los Santos, like his emergence. Not to say this is a good bullpen, but there's now some arms you can maybe rely on and not have to pitch Bednar for three innings to get yourself a win. Yeah. I mean, it's just something about those bullpen days, man. Like, it all seems to somehow come together where they all pitch a little bit above their head. The Rays are on to something. I, I wouldn't recommend it because it's ugly, <laughs> but it gets done. And once right. again, whenever we're talking about this many guys having a good night, two nights in a row, something might be wrong with the other team's offense. And I mean, the Pirates have four be. wins in a row. Something yeah. might be wrong with the other team right now. Yeah. like It might not be the Pirates playing that well. Um, let's just keep going down the line though. So again, Stratton did his job. We saw, uh, Peters looked good. Tyler Beatty. Yeah. AKA Clay Holmes. He's, I he's mean, literally the one that made me think whatever, whenever he got out of that or he pitched so efficiently, I thought, all right, maybe the Marlins kind of suck. So that was the because turning point. So when Beatty did it, that, you're like, okay, this is when, this gotta like, be the Marlins. Like, something's off here. Like, there's a reason that the Pirates are pitching well all of a sudden. And it's not because Tyler Beatty is good. Because he's really okay. not. <laughs> but he pitched very well tonight. Correct. Like, I definitely would give him this outing. Um, I'm not ready to jump. So, like, I, I've been seeing this. And, of course, you know, his father set things in motion even more. Like, the, the comp to... Again, just to put out that the comp to Holmes just makes absolutely zero sense. But regardless, he is pitching effectively since the Pirates acquired him in this bullpen. You know, at this point, he's got a 3.41 ERA. Um, I'm not ready to anoint him as a good pitcher yet, but he did his job tonight. And like, I will give him that. Then, of course, Will Crow comes in, does Will Crow stuff. I mean, he looks back to his old self, right? So he goes one inning, one strikeout. And then David Bednar comes in to close it out. One inning, one strikeout. Does give up a blue pit to right field. No worries there. Um, not the last time we talked about him, but like last week, you and I mentioned like it seems like he's coming back. Are you ready? Are you ready at this point to say like, all right, Bednar's just back? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I'm fine. I'm not yeah. as worried as it was at all. I'm I'm actually not worried whatsoever. I'm, I'm back to he's David Bednar. Just keep doing yeah. this. You see how he went out for yeah. one inning today. Just do that. I like that. Yeah. But back to Tyler <laughs> Especially Beatty. in a bullpen type of game. Like he only had to yeah. be used for one inning. So that was very nice yeah. to see. And they they really, they just need one guy, one more guy. 
to be able to stretch it. Yeah, 2.9, whatever. He's striking out 5.96 per nine and walking 3.97 before tonight. I, mm-hmm. It's not good. He's but it's not getting out. Like, like, I'll give him that. This is a guy who he's a complete he's bust. Been, a complete bust. He when has been an absolute state body. That's a plus for this bullpen. <laughs> it is. I, uh, I, I I'm not I'm not ready him off. Like I'm not here saying Tyler Beattie is terrible. He's done. But I'm also not here saying like Tyler Beattie is good. And I'm not going to hop on that train by any means yet because there's still stuff that he's a guy. He's kind of a guy right now. He's a body. That is, is somehow getting out. And I will, until he's, as soon as he stops getting outs, I'm going to turn so hard on him. All right. Let's go to the offense, though. Um, so, of course, we talked about Marisnik. Awesome. Diego Castillo has his multi, another multiple hit game. He goes two for four today. I, I don't know what to take of Diego. Like, his June was really, really weird. I, I I could be wrong, but top of my head, I think it ended at nine hits, six home runs. He's scattering a little more hits in there now, but he's absolutely like just killing lefties still. He hits lefties, dude. Like he hits lefties. Yeah. That's what he is. And a remarkable. I mean, his splits, he just wrecks lefties and is just horrible against righties. I have not looked at his splits one time in my life, but I can tell you he hits lefties. <laughs> Like every without looking at the splits, you can tell that they're probably very terrible against right. Yeah. 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 So Diego has a multiple hit game. Um, Newman, uh, I just got again, like Kevin Newman, since coming from the aisle, has had a hit in every game back. Cool. Just point of note again, 800 previous plate appearances have much more of an impact. (laughs) But of note, just to say, hey, kudos, Kevin Newman, you have hit in every single game. I will, you know what? I have something that kind of clicked with me today. Maybe I don't hate Kevin Newman starting at second as much because watching him and Cruz interact, even on that double play turn that didn't happen, right? Just watching Cruz be able to go to a guy that has played the position a lot in his career, maybe I don't hate it as much as my. Silly brain did. So I'm okay with it a little bit, right? Maybe right now, but whenever Kevin Newman stops hitting, I'm sure I'll be angry again. So I guess really what you're going at is it's a lot less of you like to see Kevin Newman at second and more of because O'Neill Cruz is at short. Kevin Newman is a nice compliment to Cruz. You like it yeah, more I'm, because of O'Neill Cruz and a lot less because yeah. of just Kevin Newman in his entirety. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, that makes sense. Yeah. For for that, O'Neill Cruz's sake to that. have <laughs> it's it's that. I I it's that I can understand that. I can understand that. I don't mind him being there at second with O'Neill Cruz. It's almost like having Chavis at first to me where I really right. need 
Michael Chavis at first base when O'Neill Cruz is at short. Because O'Neill Cruz tends to throw the ball into the dirt. I need him to get it saved from some errors. Also, I kind of like... I'm with you. At the same time, I like watching Cabrian Hayes and O'Neill Cruz interact. That makes it fun. You got two shortstops over there. Really? Every... Did you... The camera did catch O'Neill Cruz and Cabrian Hayes a good bit tonight, just interacting, and I was like, ah, oh, this is fun. This team doesn't suck as bad. And then I... Yeah, you like, saw... It was the time where the shift was on, and... Hayes was more or less playing short, right? Got that. Mm -hmm. You saw Cruz got in the pitcher. Hayes was going behind him or vice versa. I forget, but yeah, they're laughing at each other. Um, like I'll say this, like to your point, that does make sense because Newman has certainly had his share of errors to begin the season, but ultimately big picture. He's a competent infielder defensively. Also, when you compare him to what the, like the pirates have defensively, he's competent enough. So, you have a guy like Cabrian Hayes at third. We understand the skill set there defensively, right? To have someone competent like um, Newman at second is good. Chavis, I keep like we keep pounding the table and talking about him. Chavis looks very, very good defensively at first. I can't say it enough. He how much I like him defensively there. Michael Chavis plays the best first base I've seen since Sean Rod did. And Sean Rod played a phenomenal first base. And I yes, hated Sean Rod. There is really a significant like amount of value by playing a really good first base, especially when you got a guy like Odell Cruz. And it's more than just being able to pick the ball and all that stuff. A guy like O'Neill Cruz needs a major league first baseman at this point in his career where he doesn't go down a bad rabbit hole of that's there, that's there, that's there. Right. Like we saw with the Pedro Alvarez where a guy couldn't you save You want to get him to get the yips. Yeah, you got to save him from that. You need to save that mental part of it for him, and then you hope that it comes. Where the easy right. plays he makes look easy because he can make the hard plays look easy. It's the easy plays that he's throwing in the dirt right now. Yeah, no, no, I, I absolutely agree with that. And like that's alluding to, like you have a very, you have one of the best third basemen in baseball defensively, a third. Then you have Newman, who's very confident, set, competent second. You have a good first baseman. Like, and then O'Neill Cruz, that's what end on. Again, seeing his defense tonight, like all to be big picture, it's still a small sample, but we're seeing the guy can field. He absolutely can field and play the, the position at short. His opportunities come at throwing. So just look defensively at that infield with Newman, what you're getting to. That's a solid defensive infield. And if the like the liability is going to come in his throws, that's why Chavis is big. That's a very good defensive infield. Now, the thing about Newman that, yes, like what you're saying is true. He, I'm not believing this bat one bit. Like this is going to fall off a cliff soon. He's going to go back to being one of the worst hitters in baseball. And the problem is if you have Newman and Van Meter and Yoshi, you know, and we'll get to our boy delay, but eventually that's going to be normalized as well. That's a long stretch of bad hitters. And like, that's where the, the issue is, you know? So like, yeah, I get what you're saying for Newman there, but eventually you got to get some offense <laughs> into this lineup too. Yeah. 
Yeah, eventually something's going to have to give, but for right now, I'm all right with... I'm more all right with Newman being there. But more than anything, I really... Every time O'Neill Cruz starts at shortstop, Michael Chavis has to be at first base. That's the big thing for me. It, it It's true, but the, the problem is if it's a righty and he's starting a short, then Chavis is bad. We got to start there. Eliminated. What's that? No, no, you, I, no, I get gonna, what you're saying. I know, but like, who are you going to start just, there right that's now? That's just the problem with this roster being constructed the way it is. At this point, I'm just trying to survive this year. I get it. I get it. I'm just saying that that's the problem. I I, I want Chavis to play. Because the even thing is, like, I, I would still have Chavis's bat against righties than Yoshi. I mean, it's the same thing, so yeah. at least he can play defense. But what I'm alluding to is the, the issues we're having here, having Newman a second because of defense and having Chavis at first because of defense yeah. just creates so many black holes in this lineup eventually. And that's just a problem because – Teams challenged offensively. Yeah, so, and it's probably you know. my original point. It's probably less of a Newman thing than it is just all the way back to our original point of Chavis has to be at first base. Right. Like I get, right. it's fine to have a van meter there or hopefully something. Um. God, I don't want to see Marcano much, but at some point they need to, or uh, hopefully a uh, Bay or whatever else is decided throughout there. But mm. the big picture here is hey, is what I'm intrigued in. Like, I can't wait for the deadline to come by. Hit another home run tonight. It's that's going to be a, we'll have a, I'm sure a long conversation about him. Yeah, but it's, it's coming again. Like once the deadline passes, there's no, you just have to, like, there's going to be openings coming up because, Maybe Gamble, Marizic, whoever. There's going to be openings. That gets Bay onto the yeah. 40, man, and gets his bat and glove up here. And I'm I'm ready for it. Like, that's the guy. Newman's, you're done. Get Bay at second. He can play it competently, and let's see what that bat's about. Um, So that's something to keep an eye on for everyone. Yeah, Bay's time will come. It's 99.9%. Like, I'm April 1st. I'm sorry, April. August 1st. <laughs> Look out for, for Bay. I don't know. Uh, but so again, Cruz, he does go one for three as well today. Another RBI, a triple. Kind of shocked they gave that to him. I, I thought it was a double, but it's a triple. <laughs> no, nah, that, that was a triple. Yeah, okay. Oh, yeah. Um, But yeah, so and against a lefty. Yeah, I mean, he, he's still in a spot where he's getting way too many two strikeouts. Man, when you see it, you see it. Like he he struggled, obviously. But it's I I talked to Jim about it. I think it's more of an approach thing. <clears throat> He's not attacking as early as he should. He's getting away too many two strike counts. It's almost like he's trying to be too patient, but man, when the the guy can Swing at almost anything and hit the ball. But when you get into so the account, it's tough. Let me ask you something here. And this is this side's more of conspiracy theory than actual <laughs> what it is, but but it's a thought, okay? And, and this isn't what I joked about in the text, but this is actually how I made oh, the joke God. in the text because of this thought, okay? 
Um, it's similar. It's 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 sim- it's on that track. So yeah. because we're talking approach, and I kind of feel the same way. We've we've mentioned it earlier. He almost seems too selective. And you have this whole thing about why are we seeing him bad eighth, like so far deep. Do you think maybe this is more of a developmental thing for Cruz right now? I'm just throwing this out there. Think of this. Think of this thought process. You want him to see these left-handers. They're throwing him all this junk. When you bat a mate, you're going to see a lot more junk. You be selective. Is this him maybe developing and seeing? Like again, you talk about this as a developmental year. We're trying to survive it. Now there could be implicated like, hey, well, we won't get rookie of the year if he's not hitting. <laughs> but, do, but do you think maybe there's a little bit to that? You know what? You put him in eight, he's going to see all this, be selective. You're going to, this is a great development for you. If it's, I think it's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Okay. Because like, <laughs> and the thing, like we saw this a little bit with Gregory Polanco where he did hit up in the order against righties early in his career, but against lefties, they were, he was eighth primarily. Right. But they were also competitive then when he came up. Exactly. That's the big thing is they had an excuse to hit him that late. This team has no excuse. Yoshi is hitting ahead of him. Kevin Newman hits ahead of him. Dale Castillo hits ahead of him. Right. Hell, when Josh Van Meter's in the lineup, he hits ahead of him. Jason. Yep. Jake Maris and the kids ahead of him. Like, there's no reason for it. And that's what I, I said too with us. Like, I have less beef with O'Neill Cruz batting eighth. Like, him batting eighth, I don't go crazy upset. Like, this is ridiculous. Four. If this is the 25th thing, is Yoshi batting cleanup is the problem. Like, like how is Yoshi batting cleanup? So, you can make a, an excuse and reason to have O'Neill Cruz batting eighth. There's absolutely zero excuse or reason to have Yoshi batting cleanup. Bernardo, Which also turns into is, then why is O'Neill batting eighth if that he's if this is a 2015 Pirates and O'Neill Cruz is coming up, I'm okay with the mid and eighth against the left. Yes. Right. Hundred percent. This is one of the worst teams in baseball. Maybe we throw him up there where he can see a fastball every now and then. And he doesn't have and to I worry about that. just trying to work on getting on base. Let I get that. And that's what him. I want to say. Almost like your Newman thing. You know, like you can say, like he hasn't proved himself to bat higher than eighth to a degree. You know, it's it's not as if he's, te- well, he is tearing the ball to cover when he connects, but he doesn't connect too often. You know, like he's having his struggles. So you can't really go to bat for O'Neill Cruz and say he is a cleanup guy. The issue is the four other guys that are batting ahead of him are even more terrible. So now how do you have that building excuse and reason to bat O'Neill eight? That that's where I'm at. Yeah. It's not so but much I that also, O'Neill Cruz has proved himself to be a cleanup guy. It's just Yoshi sure as hell isn't. But I also definitely think there's something to be said about lineup protection. And yes. I know everybody that's in the sabermetric community kind of think, I don't know anymore, actually. But at one point, nobody thought it existed. I still do think it exists. Hitting eighth, he's never done it before. Probably in his life, he's never been eighth in the order. Mm -hmm. Hit him up at the top of the order where he's used to. 
let him see a fastball every now and then and just let him try to be O'Neill Cruz. Right now, it seems like I don't know if it's him trying to prove that he can walk every now and then. I don't know if it's a coach somewhere telling him he's got to improve the OBP. I don't know exactly what it is. I hope it's not a coach because they should be fired immediately if they are. Let him be himself. Let him go up there and attack the early fastball or that hanging slider instead of getting in all these 0-2-1-2-2-2 counts. Let him be O'Neill Cruz. The guy hits baseballs hard. Right. But like that's part of the problem. It, it seems like he lays off the hanging. Yeah, and then he, is. He, he he chases the one that's going low and away. Yeah, because <laughs> he's got two strikes on him right. every time. Right. Because he's not so swinging. I get you. That's why I think strikes. a lot of his struggles, per se, right now, is more of an approach thing to me as well. I want to see him more aggressive. Yeah, I mean, he, he's, he's striking out the rate he is right now by being selective. So grip it and and rip it like yeah, on the offensive on play. Just swing. Like just swing. Right now, he's letting the game come to him when he's a guy that has to go ahead and just grab the bull by the horns. That's him yeah. as a baseball player. I like it. He's he's in the I told him the other day. It's like Starling Marte. Mm-hmm. He's not a guy that you need to be patient. That's not who he is. Just let him go up there and be who he is. Because when you try to make him into a guy that's a patient hitter, especially when there's a guy like O'Neill Cruz, that's a he has a very good bat-to-ball skill. As big as he is, he can hit almost anything. But when you get in that two-strike count, it's damn near impossible. Yeah. And, and to be honest, too, like that was never a problem. He, he walked well enough in the minors. He didn't strike yeah. out a ton in the minors. It's just the swing. You, you had concerns facing major league pitching, much like Polanco. Like once he gets up here, the swing, it's got some holes. He could have some, you know, swing and miss stuff. And it really isn't like that's not his problem, really. So yeah, like, I'm with you. Be more like Martha. Like go up there, see ball, hit ball. Yeah. It's really what it comes down to. And once you get to that point, it's like it's it's a chicken egg type of deal. Like, are you in a position like are you trying to be patient because you want to walk more or are you walking more because you're just hitting the shit out of the baseball? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we'll move on from Cruz because we have a whole hopefully talk about him every six day years to rip. talk about him too. So yeah. <laughs> let's get to our boy Jason Delay. So once again, one for three tonight. He's now got a 747 OPS. Um, he didn't get anyone caught stealing tonight, but he had a couple really Close. nice throws. Kevin Newman couldn't really, and it's not I'm not blaming Kevin Newman by any means, just he couldn't really get the tag on, but they're really nice throws. Once again, Jason Delay, come on now. Is he just proving yeah, himself? He's... This is the guy, right? I mean, I think he's showing himself to be a very capable backup catcher, which gladly take right now because they don't have a starting catcher. And that's where I'm at. He's showing to be and... a very capable backup, which leads to the best Pirates catcher of 2022. Yeah. Like he's, he can throw well. He's putting the bat on the ball. And from everything I've seen, he's calling terrific games. 
I'd I haven't really looked into it, but I'm assuming his catcher ERA is pretty good. Like when he's behind the plate, I think they're well, especially the Pirates have won now nine of fourteen. Yeah, but when he's behind Look, the plate, he's come th- in and the Pirates are winning. <laughs> I really do think they're <laughs> the team's ERA is has to be pretty good when he's behind the plate. I haven't looked, but. I don't really yeah, know how to look I, at that. I don't it would take some time right now, but I mean just effectively again he 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 wasn't behind the plate when the Yankees went sixteen <laughs> runs on them, right? But, no. I believe that was Perez, not that I, right? Not that I remember. So I think that might have started most my Perez. Games hatred. outside of that have been respectable as far as you know, yeah. run score on the team. So um, I mean, I'm sure he does have a good ERA because no one outside of that game has like really lit up the Pirates in that sense. So no, but I, I, mean, I really do good. think I do think he's he frames well, he calls the games well, he throws really well. The only off throw I remember from him it was the one that Newman probably should have had a couple games ago. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that was a bad throw, but right. It was an error for him. That was his first and only error, yeah. but that was a, a ball Newman should have caught. Still wouldn't have been again out, but it just would have been yeah. caught. I mean, I've I've been I'm okay with him. Yeah, I'm perfectly okay he's, with him. He's like a Chris Tour light. So far he's showing would... to be a Chris Stewart power, but I I envision the light to come. That's just the thing. Like right now, he's hitting. He's not hitting 300 like Newman. What's that? He's not hitting 300 like my guy Stewie. Uh, No. Yeah, Stewie had good average. He just was a very, very light hitter. (laughs) Like Stewie would hit 300. I think has more doubles. Right. I was going to say, like Delay has more doubles right now, I think, in his call up than Stewie had his entire career. (laughs) Probably. There's a reason why on NS9, when we did the preseason bets with Ryan and I, I said every single time the over and under on Chris Stewart home runs at 0.5. And I only lost once. <laughs> so that says a lot. But yes, again, like Jason DeLay is proving himself right now. You know, much like Newman, he's hitting now. I don't anticipate him hitting the same way he is currently. But the glove to me plays. And it's yeah. that's all I want to see right now. There's 2022 yeah. Pirates catching. Absolutely. Really, that's that's the big point. They got to have some catchers that can actually look competent on the plate. Love to see it. I like him. Like I'm, I'm okay with him. Hmm? I don't care what he does at the plate at all. I will care. Like I don't want him to see him right go over twenty seven. Like Jack Sawinski, by the way. <laughs> you want to talk about that? Jack Sawinski's last 27 plate appearances, zero hits. Big struggles. He's now down to a one-on-one way to run create plus on the season. So I guess, Tyler, I mean, is this kind of why we we're impressed with them? We are impressed, but pump the brakes. Yeah, like we've been saying for a while, he's probably a fourth outfielder. He you're gonna go over. Over 27 whenever you strike out 30-something percent of the time. It's going to happen. At some point, you got to put the bat to the ball. And whether that be 
you know, issues with maybe Shelton has played him against a lot of lefties. They have seen a lot of them. They have. But he's probably not a guy you really want to plug in next year, like as a sure thing. That's as the best a way to put it. Could he? He could. We're not here saying doubting like Jack Swinsky is nothing better than a fourth outfielder. It's just at this point, I'm not ready to, in ink, put Jack Swinsky down as right field for the future. And this is why. No. And again, it's, it's not that, I mean, he is a rookie. They're, they're all going to struggle. And this is obviously a very low point in this stretch. But it's just to add some caution. He has shown he has, he has pop. So there, I take that back what I said. Right? He definitely has the pop. It's there. But this is why the batting average also matters. Right? <laughs> I knew every single day it will. But this is why the batting average matters when we're in a, you know, a time of baseball when everyone says batting average doesn't matter. Well, it matters because you still have to, like, his entire OPS, weight run place, like, it was all inflated by the power. So when you go in these stretches and you're not hitting, then you're not doing anything because everything all came from the home run from him. So if he's not hitting a home run, then he's not producing. And this is why it hurts. So this is why batting average matters. This is why contact skills matter because you still have to be able to produce if you're not just hitting the home run. Yeah. He's a major league outfielder. I think. But we're also I I will ink. I'll put that in ink. Josh Van Meter is a major league infielder. I guess. Yeah. Like that is legit. He's it's it's July 12th and he's still in the majors. So Josh Van Meter is clearly apparently a major league infielder. So if Josh Van Meter could be in the big leagues. Then Jack Swincy sure as hell could. What I was getting to was <laughs> we are a fan base that watched, I mean, Alex Presley had a really good, he had a really good, I guess it was the second call up, but really good there. Yeah. Was like Davido. There are these guys that pop up. And that this fan base gets behind and wants to plug them into our future. But in the grand scheme of things, they're really just probably fourth outfielders. Jack Swinsky's probably one of them. The Presley one hurts. Because <laughs> he clearly is. Yeah. Not but man, he but the top of that's a good one. And top of that, I mean, he even got an extension. You think about that, yeah, right? Well, yeah, but um, Tavares is probably the closest. It turns out that he was basically just like you said, like a fourth outfielder. Yeah, and Tavares was also probably twenty-seven at that time. Well, that's that's true. That's very true. (laughs) But, (laughs) but he, but Jack Swinsky must hit three home runs, Tyler. But he never leaned into a pitch. Damn it, Tavares better. Or had a wife that was 20 years a senior still. We're not going to talk about that. We're not going to talk about that. <laughs> Who was also probably but, um, only 10 years a senior. But I guess that's, again, just to lead to, not to harp too much on it, but this is why, yes, I'm impressed by Jack Swinsky. I like what I see out of Jack Swinsky, but by no means is it, let's sign Jack Swinsky to an extension today because he is a great 
right fielder for the Pirates. We're not, not short nope. yet. So I just mean, pump really? it. You got plenty of time to sign a corner outfielder to an extension. Jack Swinski really needs to have a really good end of the year. Like we talked about Mitch Keller last night. Jack Swinski yeah. really needs to turn it on. Because he so, had a, he he had a really good stretch. Then we're in the stretch that we talked about now. He's really got to figure it out now. Right. So quick comment here. So Greg Allen Rehab moved no. to Indy today. Is Swinski going down when Allen arrives? I mean, I hope not. Al- Allen, I no. To me, Allen, I had no interest in him at all, at all. No. But the Reynolds injury, I feel like now plays. No. I don't think Swinski's going down. I'll put it this way: I don't think Swinski's going down like at all this year. He's here to stay. At I don't. This point. Unless like he, unless this type of struggle really, really, really continues. But I feel like he's here to stay at this point. I don't want to see Greg Allen at all. I don't either. But this team is going to trade Gamble. They're going to trade Marisnik. You already down Reynolds. That leaves Swinski. Like they need, they need outfielders. I feel they like have them. Do they? Travis Swaggerty exists. He exists. Cal Mitchell exists. I, I get it. Yeah. Do we? I get it. Okay. Do we want to see Greg Allen? Or do we want to see Travis Swaggerty, Cal Mitchell, Chiwambe? I want to see those guys. I'm just letting you know yeah. that I don't want to see I, Greg I see Allen a path ever. That Greg Allen will be on this team, but I don't think it's no, going to be at too, the expense which is of of uh, Sawinski. And I'm going to work myself up over it because we're going to have to see Greg Allen over other people that should be up. Right, right, right. All right, let's let's not talk about Greg Allen yet. That this much let's save ourselves <laughs> i forgot he was on the team yeah he's uh he was hit i think he's hitting 400 in single i mean of course single a he's like 38 years old but he i think he was hitting like 400 so he's moving to triple a now he's he's literally gonna be I, at least my age no he's 29 years old okay he's older than me he can go away um i'm gonna double check here but i believe he is 29 years old because I know how my body feels. Not good. So do we want to wrap the yeah, he's 29. He turns 30 yeah, he's older next than March. Me. So good old, lord. 29 years old. He's old. Yeah, I know. Again, like no zero. I, I, should be I didn't care about me. them acquiring him from the Yankees to begin with. And I certainly don't right now at this point in time. But I'm telling you, we see how Charrington plays things. We see Jack Swinsky. Yeah. Uh, Josh Van Meter. Like I, I certainly see and feel that Greg Allen will be on this club, especially come August. I first. do too, which is what very frustrates me. Yes, that was a longer sentence. But you're Tyler. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Much like Beatty and you, not too many Tylers I know that I like. All right, so let's wrap this up here. Anything else you want to talk about before we get out? God, no. All right. So again, the Pirates, 7 of 14. Jim, yeah. Yes. How long you guys been talking? When's the last time you talked to Jim? That's what we want to know. So Pirates have won seven of the last, I'm sorry, nine of the last 14. They are currently 
38 and 50. They got 15 more games until the trade deadline. I repeat, they've won nine out of 14. They got two more games against the Marlins. They got the all-star break. They come back and play the Marlins again. The Cubs, the Phillies. Do you know has a 3.08 ERA right now this year? Who does? This pitcher in Minnesota named Chris Archer. Do the Pirates make a run in these next 15 games? No. <laughs> Get themselves no. near 500 and trade for Chris Archer. Good Lord. Don't. I'm going to have nightmares. <laughs> Come on, Tyler. They're, they're yes, on a run. I'm... They got delay back behind the plate. Think about Archer coming to a real catcher like delay. You know what I'm going to have nightmares about? It's going to be that, that Donardo's dugout episode. And I jumped on there. And I just spoke so highly of Bob Nutting and Neil Huntington getting Chris Archer. Because I was so thrilled they finally got a guy at the trade deadline that everybody wanted. And it turned out to be the trade that just set the franchise back like 10 years. Yes. <laughs> right. Oh, man. Let's let's get out of here. We don't need to talk about Chris Archer. We're losing all the views now. They came back. Now they're gone. All right. Let's wrap this up then. So the Pirates, of course, do play tomorrow. Against the Marlins, once again, a 640 start. And let's let's pray. These past two games, not only have they been early, but they've been quick. It's 1015. I'm going to be going to bed soon. Love it. We're done. So it's JT Brubaker against my boy, who's a very good pitcher, Jim, Pablo Lopez. Let's see what they got. We'll be back again tomorrow after the show. Probably you and I, Tyler, because Jim... I don't think he's part Probably. of NS9 anymore at all. So Yeah, it might be Cody. It might be Cody. So <laughs> let's get out of here. We'll see you then. Bye-bye. Peace out, Scouts.